This is Story Quest. Today's story is. The Great Sea Revenge. Stuff and nonsense! shouted the fearsome Blackthorn. I don't believe in any crack and any more than I believe in the Easter Bunny. Call yourselves pirates. More like pipsqueaks. So he seems pretty confident, doesn't he? I wonder if he would feel the same if he could see deep under the ocean the long tentacles and sharp claws of one of the biggest sea monsters of all, the Kraken. If you imagine a really big octopus, maybe the size of a bus, and then make it a hundred times bigger, well, you're still quite a long way off just how enormous most krakens are. They also have several heads and claws, yes, claws and tentacles, and probably a whole load of other really scary stuff, like a mashup of every sailor's nightmare. Many boats had perished at their snaky hands or snaky tentacles. But something you need to know about krakens is although most of them love a good plunder, what they really love to sink is pirate ships. They don't usually bother with anyone else. I mean, it wasn't like the Kraken were trying to be like massive Robin Hoods, vanquishing evil to help others, although pirates deserve to be eaten by sea monsters. But mostly the Kraken liked attacking pirate ships because they were full of loot, gold and silver coins, dazzling diamonds and glittering crowns, that sort of thing. The Kraken's watery lair deep at the bottom of the ocean was made from piles, even mountains of glittering jewels. Blackthorn the Bad, who we met at the start, was a pirate, and he was just about as evil as the Krakens were huge. Word had got out that he was at large in the salty seas, and he was as bold as the Krakens were hungry. But, as we heard, if any of his crew happened to mention the Kraken, Blackthorn would leap furiously and start shouting, I'm not afraid of fairy stories, he snarled at his shipmates. Any Kraken that shows its fishy head would find himself on the end of my sword. But whether he liked it or not, news of Blackthorn on the salty sea had reached the watery depths of the Kraken's lair and caused them to swish and swell excitedly as they planned their attack. Krills, the largest of them all, assembled the Kraken. Keep your wits about you. Things have a habit of happening when you least expect. I hear they've plundered peaceful folks' boats for years, so let's show this horrible lot how to pick on some on their own size. The game was on. At midnight, when the sky and sea were as black as can be, Krills rose out of the ocean with a roar and launched itself at the deck. Some of the pirates screamed and ran below deck, but Blackthorn just laughed and laughed and brought out his long silver sword. Sink this ship, said Krills as the others rocked the boat this way and that. They could hear the clinking and clanking of gold booty inside adding to their excitement. But the ship pitched and rolled, but didn't tip. Sink this ship, came Krills' cry once more. The other krakens rose up, and clung to the masts as they tossed in the foamy seas, turning the water into whirlpools. But it was no good. Blackthorn pulled out his sword and slashed, slashed, slashed at Krill, slicing him over and over again until the giant monster sunk into the waves. Krill's was dead. 
The other krakens wailed and thrashed their tentacles, but Blackthorn just laughed as his crew pulled the bloody mess away from the swirling seas. The pirates had claimed their victory. There was a sad quietness in the seas as the krakens laid their leader to rest in the deep and golden sands of the salty sea. And then, anger bubbling in the deeps, getting louder and louder, until one of the kraken roared ferociously and proclaimed, Black Thorn must pay! We must sink that ship! The sea will have its revenge! Koran, who was Krill's brother, was first to launch an attack, slipping silently under the hull and then breaching with a hiss. The boat rose up into the air, but as the sailors furiously worked the sails, it crashed down and quickly disappeared from view. Set up a decoy, said Koran. So some of the younger krakens tried to distract the crew by darting around the ship, but Blackthorn set burning oil around the vessel and neither Koran or anyone else could get close. Calliope was a little kraken and she was fed up with everything. She missed Krills and hated all the fighting. She didn't even like plunder and jewels, so whilst the others came up with this plan or the other, she slipped away to bask on the shores of a nearby island. To her surprise, someone had got there first. A little girl sat on her own, quietly crying. What's the matter? Calliope whispered, inching forward. Eek! The little girl jumped a mile in the air at the sight of this small sea monster, even though she was quite a kind-looking sea monster. Then she became more confident and curious. Are you uh, a kraken? She asked with a shy smile. Only a little one. Don't worry, krakens can be kind, you know. We only really eat pirates. Oomph. Well, I wish you'd eat Blackthorn. He stole my father's ship. We were bound for Norway with a year's harvest aboard. We are ruined. He killed our leader too, said Calliope. The others want revenge. I just want him to go away. The two sat quietly for a while, and Calliope curled up on the rock with a sigh and placed a kind tentacle around the girl's shoulders. The little girl didn't seem very frightened, but then kids are better at dealing with monsters than adults, as most people know. The girl looked thoughtful, and then said, Blackthorn drank a barrel of rum after he'd sunk our ship and partied all night, well before he fell asleep. They say he parties as well as he fights. Calliope could well believe it, and it gave her an idea. Krills had always said to be alert. Sometimes things happen when you least expect them to, he had said. Maybe Blackthorn deserved a surprise too. If only she could find the ship, she had an idea about what she could do to get revenge. It wasn't that hard to find the ship after all. It was rocking with song and dance. Quite a lot of the songs were pretty rude. So as the pirates cheered their success in killing Krills and sending the others into a dizzying spin... Barrels of rum were being rolled along the deck and soldiers were soon staggering around and then most had fallen into their bunks and snoring so loudly she could hear it from a mile away. This was her chance. She didn't roar 
or even fling herself at the deck, but instead swished under the hull and used her claws to loosen the screws that held the wooden hull together. First one, ping, it gently dropped to the seabed. Then another, a ping. There were mutters from on board, but not enough to rouse the pirates from their sleep. The boat began to lurch the tiniest amount as the water trickled into the hold. After a few more pings and more screws loosened, the trickle became a stream and then a deluge, and the sailors still hadn't noticed. The few left dancing only realised they were standing in three feet of water, and then the shout went up, Abandon ship! We're sinking! We're sinking! But before they had time to do anything, with a watery shout and an enormous bubble of glugs, the bloody Bess sunk, and the pirates met a very watery end. The other Kraken couldn't quite believe it. They'd heard the shouts and come swishing to see what was happening and cheered and applauded Calliope with their tentacles as she blushed with pride. You've done it. We have our revenge. Not to mention all that plunder. They cheered and the salty seas were never troubled by Blackthorn again. And just about everything right, Calliope dived deep into the wreckage of the Bloody Bess and scooped armfuls of gold and silver and precious jewels and took them back to the island where the little girl ran to meet her. Calliope piled the riches at her feet. Oh, we won't be ruined after all. We'll be rich. You were right. Krakens can be kind, she said, hugging Calliope, who was careful to make sure her claws didn't pinch the little girl. Well, as long as you're not a pirate, giggled Calliope before happily swishing back into the depths to the others. She could do without seeing pirates ever again. As Krill said, life could be surprising, but she thought that she'd rather have no surprises after all. At least not for a little while. And that's the story of the Kraken and the Great Sea Revenge. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode.